everybody. We're not going to make excuses for we're why not, we were gone. We were, were just not gone. We're not going to do that. Not big things happen in our life. We got right engaged. That's, know. You know, and we're that's, planning a wedding. That's it. <laughs> that's... You know that I think I about totally it. I really forgot that happened oh, yeah. before or since we've recorded You're that. getting engaged to yeah. who? Um, <laughs> sorry. That's... Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome we're back, sorry. everyone. Um, so, do we talk about... Do we just bring it up up front? Yeah, let's, let's address the elephant in the room. Um, okay. so put my phone down if you hear a sound that's what it is so okay. we've been gone for a while and I do apologize for that um, we had some life stuff a lot, lot of happened the engagement a lot of happened I think this is, this is actually the first we're the first engaged and soon to be married couple on this podcast network yes yes this is true this is very important um <laughs> It is We're pioneers. Cool. We are pioneers of the future. Um, yeah, so I I feel like I'm mostly responsible for not getting stuff. We, we've been busy. We've been busy. So, Sometimes life happens. So with this, it's kind of a soft reboot yes as it were so we're starting where we promised that we left off we're, we're starting today with, we are talking about slumdog today yeah if you haven't clicked on the episode and just wanted to know uh, i don't know go and scrolling through your phone and just chose an episode Th- today we're uh, we're talking about slumdog millionaire yes which is the 2009 uh, best picture it came out in 2008 I believe I believe um, again not experts just fans just, just fans not experts but anyway with the soft reboot is going to come a few changes in the order in which we do the movies yeah so we are going to next week do No Country for Old Men mostly because we bought the movie uh, a year ago Colin has seen it I have not um, and I'm desperate to see it because I love Coen Brothers movies. So that one is going to stay the same. After that, we're also going to do The Departed, which is in order to round out the decade, essentially, mm-hmm. from 2017 to 2007. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to start just pulling them at random and doing them. Yeah. From to, after 2007. So basically from 2006 to 1940. So we'll, we'll cover about a decade Maybe a little bit over a decade. No, it will be exactly a decade. Yeah, of films. Oh, sorry. We have to do Shape of Water still, too. Yeah. We'll do that, though. We'll do that episode as well. we'll It's on HBO now. We'll address it. Yes. So, yeah. Let's... Yeah. let's. Otherwise, the episode format will pretty much stay the same as with our discussion as and As it's always been. It's Things like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little less structure, a little more low-key. Yeah, and a little bit more on top of these episodes yeah we're gonna shoot for once a month for now that would be good not to we don't want to overstress ourselves holidays are coming it is will this will go up on october 1st which is tomorrow yep and then from then on we will do our best to get them in but holidays life you know we are engaged we have wedding related activities we have to take care of so yeah we'll do our best to get you guys an episode a month if we get two a month awesome but we will at least do a minimum of one for you if you hear weird creaking sounds, we're sitting on the couch in the living room because it's the easiest way to get the mic to pick us both up. Yeah, that easily. was that was actually the other reason why we we kind of <laughs> took a break a little bit from episodes. It was just trying to find a better sound quality with these 
16th episodes. We're doing it in a room that doesn't have a lot of soundproofing. And no. It's it's very, you can hear traffic and stuff. This is a little bit better set up. Yeah. So. Yeah, our office is very loud for some reason. Don't know why. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, just, we're back. That's all. We're After back. After all that rambling, we're back. You're all fired. We're back. A dinosaur <laughs> <No>. story. <laughs> Colin loves that movie. I do. I do love that movie. I mean, it's it's Don Bluth. We're back. It's Don Bluth. It's a good movie. Which is a little creepy. He's a little creepy. Anyway, that's That's not what we're here to talk about. Let's let's talk about the movie. We're here to talk about *Slumdog Millionaire*, directed by Danny Boyle. Yes. Yes. Stars Dave Patel. Dev Patel. Dev Patel. Dev Patel. Dave. Dev. No, it's Dev. It's Dave. Not Dave. Dev Patel. Dev Patel. about all I can really... Um, I can read you the other people. I Oh, God. I'm going to probably butcher I, these I, names, I, yeah. and I'm really, really sorry. Oh, so, no. Frida Pinto. Yeah. That one's not hard. Anil Kapoor. Uh, Suraba Shukla. Yeah. Um, Irfan Khan. Yeah. Irfan Khan. Who was in uh, Jurassic World? He was the... Oh, did he own Jurassic World? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was in it. Um, and then lots of the small children. Yeah, Many was, Indian actors, He was also obviously. in Life of Pi. Yeah, he was in Life of Pi. But, to my knowledge, outside of, like, the tourists and stuff that happen, yeah. like, that are just incidental in the film, everyone in this movie is Indian. Which I actually did appreciate. Yeah, yeah. I do too. So, as, as the story goes, it's just this random We kid. also still have Gigi, so if you hear sounds and meowing, it's the cat. Yeah. So the story starts out as just a telecommunications kid, just lucky enough to get on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. India's version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah, and I like the story structure and how it's set up, where it kind of happens in this... We we, we kind of open the movie with him in the police, Mm -hmm. like the police headquarters, and just everybody just thinks he's cheated. Yes. Well, it opens with like a a millionaire-style question. Yeah. He cheated. He knew the answers. He cheated. He cheated. He was very lucky. Or it is written, which is the very first thing you see on screen before that scene opens. Mm-hmm. And that that famous yep, and, yes. ticking, yep. ticking of who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a who wants to be a millionaire? Who likes to light up a zillion flares? <laughs> so, the mo- you can continue. I could give a billion cares, but no. Okay. Um, so on track. I do on like track. so on then track. as they're investigating it, it's just kind of with each question he has like kind of a life a life mo- experience a life experience attached to each question, and they go through every question as he gets higher up. And they st- it starts back in his like tiny childhood, mm-hmm. like school aged, like first grade, second grade aged child and his brother his brother plays a large role in this as mm-hmm. well and their mother is killed and they're essentially orphaned or they are orphaned mm-hmm. and then they have to you know fend for themselves and carry on and they meet Latika Latika thank you oh, okay, I can think it was Laki I'm like that's not right they meet Latika and then it's the story about the three of them and life in India and as you mentioned that one of the things you personally enjoyed about this and something I believe you said Danny Boyle made it a point was to not glamorize India. Yes. This is not a Bollywood Not movie. a Bollywood type of... Because everyone, when they think of Bollywood, they think of bright colors, yep. intricate patterns, just... They da- think of Bollywood tons rainbow. Of dancing. Yeah, ton, tons of dancing and everything. I did a project on Bollywood in college. Because yeah. I took music as a world phenomenon. Oh, 
oh, there you go. Yeah. And this just kind of gives it the harsh truth of what Bali or what India actually is, because it is kind of a it's it's a definitely a third work third world country Mm -hmm. it's definitely not put together i mean you kind of see towards the end where it goes from the slums to almost an industrial type of city but even still there's still it's not as clean as you might think there's still a little bit no no, a little bit (laughs) it's yeah it's pretty i i mean i you kind of get that from Travel shows that we have now, like uh, no reservations and and things like that, and parts unknown. You see more of Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace, was really good at that, mm-hmm. at bringing that to light. And I feel like this movie also does a good yes. job with that. So lots of mob stuff and gangsters. Very much, yeah, very much. Which I think I really enjoyed with the relationship with his brother where it's interesting how the dynamic kind of went like he went more the kind of the, the working hard mm-hmm. positive route and his brother just kind of took the more what would what would be perceived as the easy way it's yes. the dangerous way but it was easier than which kind of having to work hard mm-hmm, which kind of reflects towards the end of the movie too which mm-hmm. his brother just kind of you sits did in keep a pile saying god his brother's an asshole <laughs> he is he is there's kind your explicit of a, tag well i've had the explicit okay. tag on the time i know, so. just saying who the fuck cares Good. so it's yeah just that dynamic between the two is really well mm-hmm. yeah you can also see it with the stark color relationship too like he's yeah I, we, well, we didn't like go into that as much but we did talk about that there is some symbolism Symbolism as far as color, I mean, Latika wears a lot of yellow. I don't yeah. know if that just means purity or could it, be. You, you keep, I'm going to look that up. Could be, but um, it's also a reflection of the, their characters as they age, so that you knew who each character this is true, was yeah. as, as they got older. It's considered to be auspicious. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. What are the yellow? I are? will probably cut most. A bunch of that. Sorry, yeah, and I'm. I'm, I'm gonna cut a bunch of that, but uh, oh, anyway. Oh, saffron is it's is the mo- it's considered the yellow is considered saffron is the color is the most sacred color in the hin- in Hindu. So that kind of works. Yeah, I don't know. That was hin- what does it mean in Hindu? That mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily what it means in this movie. Anyway. So I do like, but I do like some of the connections that he had. Kind of some shocking stuff, like yeah. um, who was who was the face on the one hundred dollar yeah. bill? That was an interesting question because it was like to us as Americans, we would get that question yeah. easily, but for for Indian culture and mm-hmm. stuff like that, because that's not their money. It's not their money. Well, then when he couldn't tell you who was on whatever note the the investigator yeah, had like asked a, him, and it was the, a Gandhi, yeah, thousand dollar rupee or okay. whatever. Um, yeah, you couldn't tell him. Um, no, music. Music. A um, lot of MIA, obviously. Yes. Paper oh, Planes was Paper planes. very popular. That was a very popular song during that time. I sang so it the whole thing when we listened to it. <laughs> so it makes movie. sense. But a lot of like also one. Indian... The scoring is scoring. really nice in this movie. I, I commented on that pretty early in. I liked it quite a bit. Sorry, the cat's doing something weird. She is okay, she's fine now. Um, she's sticking her head under the couch. Uh, they reference. Uh, I'm having trouble talking today. Like this, this is definitely. It's a be very me. gloomy day here, and yeah. that kind of pulls focus. A that little. could, that could be it. Um, I'm tired. 
I'm tired. Um, I do. I did enjoy that they pulled a lot of uh, Musketeers references. Oh yeah, the Three Musketeers plays a huge role in this movie. The whole for, yeah. in the background of at it, at least. Yeah. Because there is, you know, when you think of uh, Jamal, Salim, and Latika. Yeah. Yeah, there is that three. Jamal's the main character. Do we say that? No, no, we haven't okay. said that. Jamal... Jamal is the main character. Salim what? is his brother, and yeah. Latika is the girl that is in their life. Mm-hmm. In one way or another. Because she plays a role in both the brothers' lives. Oh, yeah. A, kind of an important role. And, and I, I'm, I'm hesitant to spoil things because this movie is not quite 10 years old yet. It won't no. be 10 years old till. I yeah. guess this year it is 10 years old. But we, I think we have to get old. to the completion of the calendar year. Yes. Yeah, it was just the level of trust in this movie also kind of... You think just how everyone sets up is that dynamic of you think you're going to they seem nice but in reality oh they yeah there was a point moments. where it's the beginning of the movie went well I don't like this yeah um, especially what it was known as the orphanage yeah. I would call it where a guy was just pulling in kids and just they're essentially beggars just yep. kind of sending them out just to pull him in money, money. Yeah. Is that it's really dark and it really cool is and stuff. To, I'm going to pull a trivia fact really quick right now uh, initially it was supposed to have a PG-13 rating but they gave it R because of how dark the tone of this movie is yeah I mean if you think about it, there's not a whole lot of gruesome violence it's, no. there's not a lot of swearing no, not so much. It's a much. lot of subtitles. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they could have just gotten around the swearing by the, with the subtitles. But I, d- I did appreciate how they did the, yes. the subtitles, though. But the reason it ended up being R and they didn't fight for a 13 is they ran out of time and money yeah. to fight it. So, yeah. that's why it's rated R. But, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of dark... The kid gets... Oh, the kid that gets blinded by the spoon. I can't. Yeah, just <sighs> because... If oh. Jeff was watching, if this was on the AFI list, yeah. Jeff would have lost it. Like, Jeff yeah. doesn't like eyeballs. Essentially, a kid gets blind just because he oh. has a good singing voice, and blind singers get paid double. Yeah, I was just like, or make double. God. It's so dark. Uh. Or or Latika. There was a scene earlier where Latika was just wearing an eye patch mm-hmm. just so she could get a little bit yep. more money. Yeah, it, uh, it's it's. It's insane. It's very eye-opening. It's very it's insane. very dark, though. But I also did appreciate, like, some of the, the lighter moments, like, where they uh, fake become tour guides. That was list. when, yeah, when Jamal becomes a tour guide. That was at, at, the, at the Taj Mahal yep. and just kind of making up these random half-assing mm-hmm. his facts. It was so stuff, funny, yeah. That was really enjoyable. But, um... Yeah, um, watching this movie for the second time, I felt like I enjoyed it a little bit more. And I really liked it. It was the first time I had seen it. It wasn't one of those ones that I was dreading seeing, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like something I was jumping up and down, like clapping my hands looking forward to. No. But I actually really did enjoy it. Um, we will get into, um, Thomas shared some thoughts, on his thoughts on this movie, and we'll get into that in just a minute or mm-hmm. two here. But I just kept making Regis Finland jokes. He did. Like, throughout most We're of the movie. We're not going to talk about the joke I made about Zelda. No, no. That's that's a little offensive. Um, a little offensive. But, I'm sorry I said it. Um, one of the more curious things, so um, the big thing with Millionaire, at least in India, was that the price at the time in 2006. Yes, Colin did the Inflation Nation. So I did Inflation Nation. Jeff would be Oh, it was released on Christmas Day 2008. So no, it will not be 10 years old before Christmas. No, So you can't spoil things. No, I can't really spoil things. But um, You can't even say what happens in the end. No, I can't. We'll just move on. No, I can't. 
Um, talk about the money. If he had won all the money. If, if he, he had, wins all if the money. If he had won all the money. Um, it would be 20 million rupees, which works out to in about 2006. That would be... Oh, the movie takes place in 2006. Yeah. So this takes place a couple of years before it's released. Um, this would take... It would be about... $436,000 in U.S. money. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's a close to half a million. <laughs> that's a decent amount. Of, that's a yeah. decent amount of money. Which, you know, Sorry, as far as their... Which, compared to the farthest country, is a lot of money. Right. So, yeah. Let's let's talk about... Let's talk about Thomas. Thomas's thoughts. Let's okay. talk about Thomas. So here's what Thomas said to us on our Facebook. And anytime you want to jump in on the conversation on Facebook, we'll always post a little bit before we record so you can share your thoughts as well, especially if it's a movie you're very passionate about. Mm-hmm. As someone who loves game shows, notably Jeopardy, I too love Jeopardy. I wanted to love its story more than as this lower class fairy tale. Even with Danny Boyle being one of my favorite directors, I felt like this is one of his sloppiest films. The editing and cinematography may borrow from Bollywood in interesting ways, but it never quite clashes in ways that feel tonally appropriate. If the film was as effectively designed as the Jai Ho sequence, I may like it more. But... I feel like it uses its sentimentality in distracting ways. Yeah. It's interesting that it once was going to be, yes, direct to video, because I think it makes more sense there. He also said it's been a few months since he actually watched it last week. He remembers being greatly disappointed upon revisiting it. Um, I didn't read it up till now because I hadn't seen it yet. And sometimes my (laughs) opinion on things will be swayed by what other people think. I have my own brain, but sometimes when it's something I'm not 100% like. I mean, like, yeah, cinematography wise, it felt a lot like a lot what Danny Bullitt had done before. I had even said that. I've seen most most of my Danny Boyle experience is the 90s stuff, early 2000s. I've seen Train Spotting, just the first one, not the second one. And the beach, mm-hmm. which is um, well, then twenty eight days. Is Leo, yeah, Leo's in the movie. Yeah, twenty eight days later. And twenty eight days later, which I didn't see until a year ago. Yeah. And I didn't care for it. Yeah. It got too much. It had been too long. It had gotten too yeah. hyped up. I didn't care for and it. I kind of was just waiting for it to end. And I'm wondering about that too. It does this film probably unpopular opinion, but does this film actually hold up? Seeing as how we've actually had some distance, and I said it from, does from stuff. I think it does, especially the, like. But the cinematography is kind of of its time, yeah. or it's Danny Boyle of yeah. that time. Yeah, I don't. But know. then the other question is too: How relevant is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Not and anymore. Who, it's not. Yeah, and it's like, on at like two thirty in the afternoon. Is during it still the week? in people's minds? Which is another curious question: Who's hosting? He did who, do the beach? Who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, like will look like right now. I will look right now. Be really curious because I know Terry Crews was hosting it for a while. He had some super extravagant suits. Meredith Vieira was hosting it for a little bit. Yes, it is indeed Chris Harrison. Okay, I don't who, even know who that he's is. He's the host of The Bachelor. Okay, I watch The Bachelor from time to time. Okay. I will admit it. Okay, yeah. Mostly when I wasn't so working and wasn't just, in school, but I it's watched just it now. It it was when it came out. It was so much in the zeitgeist of. Mm-hmm. Of our culture, oh, and now... I guess I wasn't aware that Danny Boyle directed 127 hours. Oh yeah. Oh, I just didn't yeah know. again. I not a movie I'm gonna rush out to see. Very colorful, very cinema, you know. Yeah. Very cinematic for that type of stuff, but um, 
As far as the whole got story some gross goes, stuff in it. Yeah. he likes to do that. He, he likes gross stuff. That happens in the beach too. Well, the beaches that... are really. Can I? I want to die oh, yeah. for a second. The beach, which I read the book of, it's by Alex Garland, um, who done. I'm blanking on what else he's done. He's done big stuff, but it's underrated. I think is the movie the best adaptation of the book? No. Does Leo have a great performance in it? Yes. Tilda Swinton is in that movie. Yeah. She's super creepy. That book and movie in general should get more exposure than it does. End of end of diatribe. Isn't she always though? Tilda Swinton. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um. Because let's look at what else Danny Boyle has done for those who may not be familiar. Slumdog. Twenty eight days later. Transpotting. Transpotting two. Uh, Steve Jobs, the one with Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Frankenstein, which oh the Johnny Lee Miller Benedict Cumberbatch Frankenstein, but that's a play. Yeah. But it, they also released it as a, it's a movie. Yeah, as a movie. Oh, a life less ordinary. That's an interesting movie. It's like a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. We own it. It's somewhere Uh-oh. in the house. Don't know where, but it's somewhere in the house. Um, it's Ewan McGregor and Cameron Diaz. Oh yeah, from nineteen ninety seven. I have seen bits of yeah. that movie. It's it's Holly Hunter's in it. Um, Dan Hedaya's in it. A whole like yeah, it's whole Stanley Tucci's in it. Tony Shalhoub is in it. Ian Holm is in it. Yeah, bunch of people. Timothy Elephant is in it, and it's it's interesting because it's a it's kind of a mob movie still anyway. Which is interesting because that that dynamic kind of works with this movie as well. Yeah. Because it is kind of and like that mob. Cinematogra- a lot of cinematography is, is really serious. Is, is really similar. Um, yeah, it's just you get that mob mentality. And to the point where, like, yeah, his brother is kind of becoming the thing that they... That was the other dynamic that I really watched. I really liked to see. Um, at the beginning of the movie, they're, they're, running, they're running away from the cops. Mm-hmm. Or at least their their police. The police force. We'll just say police force. And uh, they run into one of the gangsters that was actually like sitting in the fancy car, mm-hmm. and they're like tapping on the window to ask for more money. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because towards the end of the film, we see Jamal in that security car mm-hmm. with the beggars also tapping on the glass. It wasn't the beggars; it was the people who were like his fans. Yeah. Like but it's interesting yeah. to see that dynamic where yes. he was the one that was originally kind of. I guess you could say begging for money, and now everyone else is kind of begging him. For his attention. Or, yeah. yeah. The money from him yeah. as well. Well, he hadn't had the money yet. We don't know that. Okay, fine. <laughs> Sorry. This movie is like just shy of being 10 years old. I, I apologize if I know. I look by accident. But, but again, there is also that love story dynamic. Oh, there was, I didn't look up something. As well, that kind of goes hand in hand with a lot of Danny Boyle's movies. Oscar Best Picture nominees for 2009. So, yeah, let's... Whoa, were there only five? Yeah, this is... So, that's right. That's another thing we should talk this about. The, we're into the years where it's not ten. So, we're now... We're back down to five. Oh. Yeah. So, let's... Say interesting. So, maybe let's talk about that. Okay, hold on. Let me get... So, the 80, this was the 81st Academy Awards. The, it took place on February 22nd, 2009, hosted by Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, yep. That's right. Um, because it was because it was kind of like the first one in a while that like a Tony Award winning. This is we may maybe start incorporating this. This is kind of interesting. Here yeah. are the highlights from that year. Okay. Best picture was Slumdog, as we know, because we're watching it. Most awards was Slumdog Millionaire at one eight. Most nominations: The Curious Case of Benjamin Button with yes, thirteen awards. That's correct. 
Slumdog won Best Picture, Best Director as well. Okay, this is too much. Where I'm looking right now is too much info. I just need to know who was nominated that year. If it's just those five, it was Frost Nixon. Okay. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Okay. The Reader. Okay. Milk. And Slumdog Millionaire. Okay, that's actually a pretty good... That's a pretty good list of films. Kind of a little bit diverse. Besides the curious case of Benjamin Button, which is culturally referenced on occasion. A lot of things. When was the last time you thought about any of those movies? Maybe Milk, but other than that. Yeah, no. Oh, Frost Nixon is probably like... It's Ron Howard, which is cool. Yeah, and Frost Nixon. Oh, um, produced. I'm sorry, I've, maybe did not. Yeah, I had, I've did never seen it? Frost Nixon, but... Me neither. I... I would like to someday. Well, Michael that Sheen was in it. Yeah. Yeah, he was Frost. Yeah. Kevin Bacon's in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Sam Rockwell's in that movie. A lot of people in that movie. So, compared to what... Oh, it was directed by Ron Howard. My apologies. Okay. Um. So, looking at the list, what, do you think this film deserves Best Picture? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well... I haven't seen any of the other ones. I haven't even seen Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Maybe. And I sometimes confuse Curious Case of Benjamin Button with The Legend of Bagger Vance in my head. Like just lots of long, movies. just like, lots of long names. Maybe. Not even Romo. Maybe. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button just because. From a special effects standpoint? From a special effects standpoint and from storytelling standpoint. Okay. Is really interesting. It's almost kind of like I think it like would be a, between those two. The uh, other ones are all Oscar bait. But then the, but then that kind of answers the question too. Is that like Curious Case of Benjamin Button is very much like Forrest Gump. Okay. In that sense of like, he's getting older, but you know, yeah, he's, he's getting, getting younger, younger, but everybody else is getting older. Right. But he's also living in kind of that Forrest yeah. Gumpy kind of. But those other three kind of movies, experience. and I'm including Milk in this, are all Oscar bait. Yeah. Oh, definitely for sure. Yeah. So, that's an interesting year because, like, The Reader, Frost Nixon, and Milk are all historical, like, dramas. Yeah. And then the other ones are fictional, you know, yeah. movies. I don't know. I think it, I think it does. Okay. I'm not I don't think it's I'm, one of those gimmick. I don't think it won for the gimmick or on gimmick. No. I think it won because... I think that, like, the story is good. Thomas did point out, you know, it, it seemed a little choppy and and sloppy. I could get that. In the beginning, I kind of had a hard time following what was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, but as they got older, I got a little more into what was happening, but... And that's yeah. the thing. As far as the story goes, I mean, it's good, but it's nothing profound... No, it's not. It's boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy goes through a bunch of hell, boy gets girl back, the end. That's not spoiling anything. No. Again. It's got like about four more months, three more months. Again, with this movie being kind of pulling from Bollywood, there's a dance sequence at the end There is. Jai Ho at the end, there's a dance sequence. It's a good so, song, which I think it won best which song, I, didn't which it? I thought, yeah, I yeah. think so. Which I thought was a little silly, but at the same time, it wouldn't be an, it wouldn't be an Indian style film if there yeah. wasn't that. And that is Thomas brought that up too in his comment. It is shot really well. It looks much different from the rest of the movie. No, yeah, it's just, it, yeah. and the dynamic. It just feels because everything's just kind of this very serious tone. Yeah, and then you get to the end of that. It was just like what? I know. Yeah, that yeah. seems a little strange. So I'm not overly familiar with Bollywood films other than like the little bit I saw for that class I took. But yeah, 
I, feel I understand. A lot of their material is like very musical. Yeah, no, I, that's what um, I'm saying. Well, obviously, we started it in music as a world phenomenon. Music yeah. as a world phenomenon. phenomenon. But yeah, I'm kind of on the fence about this film. Like, I like the film better the second time, okay. but I still don't hold it as high as I would some of the other films that would actually put it as. The films it was up against that year? Oh. No, just in general. Just, just in general, as as some of the other films that we've actually seen so far, mm-hmm. um, where as far compared to any of the other films, would you? I'm not gonna say we're gonna make a list. We might add a list as far as this one, and we might do decades. Yeah, but kind of what they did on Disney. What they did with the Disney podcast, if again. If you haven't listened to the Disney podcast, go check that out. They just finished a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good lesson. It's a very good lesson. Gigi's checking for snakes on the couch. What are you doing? She's checking for snakes. Okay. Uh Um, As far as the other ones, I don't know where I would put this. Is it like higher or lower compared? I don't remember like... It's I just, had some stuff going on in 2009, but I don't remember caring a lot about the movies that year. I was just a big fan. So as we talk about our next film and our and our list. Um, I'm super excited for our next movie. Which I'm very excited for. I love for. the Coen brothers, so I'm um, super excited. 2008 was kind of that, that year, that movie was kind of what actually kind of did the inception of this podcast in general with just top shelf in general mm-hmm. like you guys doing the AFI podcast yep. everything that this kind of boiled out from that movie so comparing it to are we talking about our next movie now? yeah I okay. guess yeah, I guess you can say it's No Country for Old Men so the next movie we're going to watch is No Country for Old Men so basically to sum up Colin is conflicted on whether he thinks that this should have won Best Picture that year yeah. I think it's fine so, it's a different movie it was not Oscar bait in my mind so as a Facebook relationship scale where would you put this would it's you, complicated yeah I would also put this as it's complicated <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's how we should do a our list of partnership <laughs> It's no. Did you love this movie? Would you stay single for this movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this movie. Am I going to probably watch it again? Do we need to own it? That Basically, my judge of a movie is, do we need to own this movie? Do you like this movie? Would you see this as a matinee? Or, like, would you go... Here, here's how we should do this. Okay. Would you go to see this th- movie in the theaters? At nighttime. Yeah. And pay top dollar for it. Would you go and see this as a matinee? Would you just rent this movie? Or would you or do you love this movie? Would you go see it in the theater and own it? It would be a five dollar Tuesday movie. Okay. Okay. Where I still want to see it, but I don't want to have to pay full price to see it. And that way if it ends up being a disappointment, I'm only out five bucks. There you go. That's a good No, this is not a Saturday night, eight o'clock showing. I kind of like... Special drink from the bar. No. It's a $5 Tuesday. Okay. Not so much like it's a, you know, matinee, like, eh, we need to go do something. Let's go see this. It's a, I would like to see it, but I don't want to pay the $15 to go see it. It's a $5 Tuesday. I kind of like that scale. To give you guys some background, the movie theater chain in our 
area it's is, a Marcus. is a Marcus Theater, which I believe are specific mostly to the Midwest. They have a special on Tuesdays where they you can go to any movie for $5. Yeah. And that we are, is... We are not sponsored by Marcus. No, that would be but, cool, but we are not sponsored by Marcus. <laughs> but we're just saying as, as a general <laughs> thing. Um, okay, so moving on. No Country for Old Men is our next movie. I'm ex- I'm so excited, excited, like to the point where if we weren't already planning on watching Castle Rock this afternoon, because we are not on that at all, no, um, <laughs> we could watch it, Sorry. but we will get to it for November. So yeah, our next episode will be No, no Country, Country for, for Old Men. Men. We'll post um, on the Facebook before we record, so you can give us yeah. your thoughts and feelings on it. Also, um, don't squish the cat. As far as our Oscar wrap up episode, oh yeah, Pamela like Colin never. It is done it. and recorded. <laughs> I. Yeah. I, well, we did live stream that one, didn't I we? Did, we? We live stream it, but the audio, I, I have it as an audio form. Right, but we did, it was released, just not as an audio. Yes, okay. so I'm going to release that as kind of a bonus episode if you kind of want to go back and listen to like, right. some of our thoughts and feelings about this year, especially about Shape of Water. I can't guarantee what kind of mood I was in when we recorded that. That's though. true, but yeah, if you want to give it a chance and listen to that, uh, I will release... Podcasting. I will release that as an episode. So that, join us on our next episode. Yeah. And we promise we will actually do it for real and we won't just do... This is not going to be, yeah, just a one-time, every four months type of thing. Yep. Like, like, super happy fun time. So, without further ado, yes. keep it real with Oscar. Keeping it real with Oscar. All right. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending.